Hey you guys, thank you for joining. I'm Antoinette Wolf and you are listening to What We've Been Waiting For. Today is March 17th, 2022. And my question is, what's up besides gas? (laughs) Excuse the pun. That's the only joke I'm gonna make about that because just like regular body gas, we know that this too shall pass. Anyway, I'm just trying to be a little funny today. You know, a lot's been going on. You know, it, it kind of reminds me of like the beginning of a sci-fi movie, right? And then there's like the little hints of the Hunger Games coming. And I almost can hear some music that's like, you know, that music, like something's up, something could be up, right? And of course, It does not help that the news stories that we see on television are pumping us with fear. Of course, that doesn't help or contribute to anything. You know, Um, some things that's going on with some people, though, I don't know if y'all saw, but on March 10th, Jesse Smollett, he's the actor that played on Empire, he finally got sentenced. Um, they had accused him of staging a hate crime. So he was found guilty. And so he has been sentenced 30 months probation, six months jail time, and a fee of $120,000 to the state of Chicago. You know, and when he was leaving out of the courtroom, he was saying, I'm not suicidal, I'm not suicidal. So, you know, I gotta tell you, I don't know if Mr. Smollett did that, um, faked a hate crime or not, but I can tell you this, like the fact that he was saying, I'm not suicidal, I'm not suicidal, that's pretty deep that the brother was saying that when he was getting pulled out. I guess because some people are concerned that something goes on when people of color are being detained by police, right? Okay. Oh my gosh. And speaking of people of color being detained, Brittany Grinner is still not back home in the States. Do y'all recall like the last podcast I mentioned that Miss Grinner, who is a WNBA basketball player. She was detained in an airport in Russia. Allegedly, they found hashi oil on her. You guys, can we just stop what we're doing for a moment and send Miss Grinner love and light? And also her family, love and light. Because I got to tell you, what a scary situation to be in. And BBC, they said that it's like she's vanished. I mean, yo, her loved ones are probably out of their freaking mind. I mean, I got to tell you, just as a human being, if someone I loved was out of the country 
in that situation, I know I would be personally going nuts. So I definitely want to just take some time to stop the madness and send strength with that love and light to her loved ones as well as her. And I pray that she's home safe, sound mind and healthy very soon. You know, speaking of that war, that reporter, that Russian reporter, wow, what a freaking warrior. What a warrior, yo. That lady said, fuck this job. And quite frankly, fuck this fake ass life. You know, I wonder what was in her mind at that time. It's almost like she said to herself, this is what I have been designed to do. And if I'm going to die during this war, I'm going to die a motherfucking hero. And lo and behold, that bitch, hopefully now, and forgive me, pardon me, that warrior now will go down as a hero because that's what that woman is. She's a hero. You know, it is National Women's Month. I got to tell you right now, there's a woman that has impressed the hell out of me. Now, every day when I look in the mirror, naturally, I'm highly impressed, right? And I, I give gratitude to my creator every day. But someone who inspired me even more this month so far is Bethany Frankel. Bethany Frankel, I don't know if y'all remember Real Housewives of New York, but Bethany Frankel's also an entrepreneur and she has a brand called Skinny Girl. She's basically a boss. And uh, she did some real boss shit. She raised over $25 million for aid for the refugees of Ukraine. That shit is phenomenal to me. I gotta tell you, and I just hope that everybody that is aware of this, and that's also that's hearing this maybe for the first time now, that we become even more inspired and look outside of ourselves and stop feeling like we always have to be observers, but start actually participating in what's happening. Because honey, that's what, look, that's what Bethany Frankel did. That's what that Ukrainian or that Russian reporter did. You know, Brittany Grinner, the reason why she is um, being held captive is because she is a, a, a woman basketball star and she was traveling out of the country. And I do pray that she comes back safe. Um, but coming back to what I was talking about with um, Bethany Frankel, I just want to say, hey, I'm highly inspired and I pray that her actions have inspired others, you know. Now, another boss that I want to talk about is this new sister, Kentangi Brown Jackson, that will be the very first 
black woman on the United States Supreme Court justice system. How exciting. You know, we kind of knew. Um, remember, I had did a podcast a few weeks back, and uh, I mentioned Katanji, and I said that the reason why a lot of people were saying that she was the lead contender was because um, she worked for Stephen Breyer, who she's succeeding. She, at one time, was actually his law clerk. Well, y'all, not everybody of color is overly ecstatic about the fact that Miss Contangi Jackson is going to be on the Supreme Court. As a matter of fact, the first black federal judge of Alabama, his name is U.W. Clemen, had written some letters to President Joe Biden, according to writer Gary Garrison. I mean, you guys can go and read all of this for yourself. Um, But my point is that apparently Mr. or Judge Clemen, as well as some other civil rights attorneys and whatnot, had questioned if whether or not Miss Jackson was the proper person to hold in that seat. I guess there may have been some questions about if she would be ethical or not. And I gotta tell you, Miss Kintanji Jackson certainly has the qualifications as far as being a person that graduated from college and law school at Harvard as well as, um, I think she was, yeah, she definitely was um, an editor for the Harvard Law Review. So she's certainly qualified. And she actually, from what I understand, her credentials are more extensive than some of the other justices that are currently serving. So I just pray that if for some reason, if in the past she has done some things that it, some people may question was ethical, I gotta say both of them are in such tough positions, both Kintanji as well as UW Clemens, that they really have to step out of themselves when in that position, right? You really have to be in alignment with your source. Because think about it. Can you imagine all the bribes and death threats people in those positions have to deal with or that they deal with? You know? So let's lift them up. Let's not be judgmental. Let's just say, hey, These people need a lot of support around them. We all know that people of color have not been treated fairly all the time when placed in positions that have to do with, and when I say positions, I mean any type, any position regarding the justice system, whether that was as a plaintiff, a defendant, an attorney, the judge, the clerk, whoever, right? 
that we all know that people of color have had to overcome a lot of things. So let's pray that these people that are in these positions, these people of color that are in these positions, that they understand that they have a duty to themselves to be honorable. Sort of like I said, the reporter in Russia, she said, you know what? I don't give a damn about this life. I don't give a damn about this fake job. What I do care about is what the people have overcome and not shitting on that. So let us send love and light and strength to every person in positions of authority that they are honorable to themselves and what they were created to do when they got on this planet. You know, I want to finish out this podcast with a speech because we've been talking about this month being Women's History Month. I want to finish this podcast out with a speech from Sojournal Truth. Sojournal Truth was a former slave who later turned into an activist for both black people and women's rights. Okay, and I'm going to do my best to recite this speech. It begins, it says, well, children, where there is so much racket, there must be something out of kilter. I think that twixt the Negroes of the South and the women at the North, all talking about rights, the white men will be in a fix pretty soon. But what's all this here talking about? That man over there says the woman needs to be helped into carriages and lifted over ditches and to have the best place everywhere. Nobody ever helps me into carriages or over mud puddles or gives me any place. And ain't I a woman? Look at me. Look at my arm. I have plowed and planted and gathered into barns and no man could head me. And ain't I a woman? I could work as much and eat as much as a man when I could get it and bear the lashes well. And ain't I a woman? I have borne 13 children and seen most all sold off to slavery. And when I cried out with my mother's grief, none but Jesus heard me. And ain't I a woman? Then they talk about this in the head. What's this they call it? And a member of the audience whispers, intellect. That's it, honey. What's that got to do with women rights or Negro rights? If my cup won't hold but a pint and yours holds a quart, wouldn't you be mean not to let me have my little half measure full? Then that little man in black there, he says women can't have as much right as men because Christ wasn't a woman. Where did your Christ come from? Where did your Christ come from? From God and a woman. Men had nothing to do with them. 
If the first woman God ever made was strong enough to turn the world upside down all alone, these women together ought to be able to turn it back and get it right side up again. And now they is asking to do it. The men better let them. Obliged to you for hearing me. And now old Sonager ain't got nothing more to say. And that's the end. That was called Ain't I a Woman. That's her journal truth. And that was delivered in 1851 at a women's right convention at Old Stone Church in Akron, Ohio. But anyway, you guys, I want to thank you all so much for joining me today. I ask that this week you guys move forward in love and light and peace and let's just keep going guys let's just keep going okay anyway you've been listening to Antoinette Wolf with what have we been waiting for you guys take care peace and love